Being disabled or having a chronic illness can feel like you're moving forward in reverse. I'm your host, Scott Martin. Join me and my new friends from this underrepresented community as we talk about disrupting the status quo and creating change within the world and within ourselves. Hey, life's a road trip. Hop in. Let's turn on some tunes and go. With me in the passenger seat and managing the radio for this road trip is Puneet Singhal. I found the following under a tell us who you are and what you do opening of an interview. And it went like this. My name is Puneet Singhal from New Delhi, India. I'm a person with an undiagnosed learning disability and stammering. I see my life as the intersection of poverty, domestic violence, and multiple invisible disabilities. I am a disability activist activist advocating for more inclusion and accessible society for people with different and distinct visible and invisible disabilities. I'm the founder of the nonprofit called Sysastart.org, working towards normalizing speech and communication disabilities. Hi, Puneet. How are you doing today? Hi, uh, hi, Scott. Thank you so much for, for having me. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really excited for this road trip. <laughs> I uh, I came across you like I do with all of my guests, and uh, <laughs> I started seeing something that attracted me of, of interest that maybe you posted or you had stated or something, and it got me digging into you more, and therefore it led me to, ah, this guy has a lot to say. So let's get him on the show so people can hear what he has to say, and, and we yeah. can work Thank off you so that. Much. So I, I, yeah, right I, away, I, I want listen. I, I'm looking forward to this because there are some interesting things that, uh, as I did more digging, that I came across you, and we want to be able to discover those together. So, right away, I want listeners to be aware that uh, a link for the Sysastart.org is on the uh, Life's a Road Trip website and should be available to find that wherever they're listening. So, um, I had read the name of your nonprofit. I have to admit this. I'd, ne- I'd read the name of your nonprofit a few times, and then it didn't hit me right away. I was wondering, was that a typo? Because there's three S's or two S's before the word start, and then .org. And then it finally hit me. Oh, stammering. Start.org. I think that's extremely creative and it really gets to the point. And your purpose, I found, is normalizing speech and communication disabilities. Um, what, what made you or what was the one moment where you came up with that name and you knew that was it? Was it right away or it took you a little while? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, Scott, I was thinking about the name. You know, I was I was about to start my new organization. Um, and I knew it, it, it is going to be about, about, about stammering. And I wanted to, like, uh, begin something new, some new kind of conversation, some new kind of interaction between... Uh, between people so uh, so start is a word that i have finalized but when i was trying to learn to swim which i still cannot swim <laughs> swim but i was i was like i was <laughs> in the lake i was in the lake and you know i was just uh, it was just a spark of thought that you know let's let's say it like that way because it is the way that sometimes um, i i stammer at this word like i stammer at the word that begins with s so I was literally pronouncing start okay. and then I realized that, you know, uh, that 
that that moment that um, okay let's call it start so it was very spontaneous but it required a lot of uh, i would say effort and thinking to reach to that point of 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 serendipity yeah mm-hmm. I, I i just think that's outstanding that the name fits what you're doing and that's what people are trying to do um now i i want to discuss or what i consider and i i oftentimes find this in my guess a thread that runs through your life that I think I found. And, and I think it goes back to this point. I'm going to mention uh, in an interview, in that same interview, you wrote, one day the whole class, this is talking about you as a child, um, one day the whole class started to stammer, good morning. And I realized that they were mocking me. My classmates and their parents even complained to the principal that I could be a bad influence and make them all stammerers. Could you get into that more? Yeah, yeah, Scott. I think uh, there is this misconception misconception that that you, if you spend time with uh, with someone who who stammers, you will also catch up uh, this this thing. So it was, it is still an a, a misconception in 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 lot of societies, which is quite humorous of its own. Because otherwise, though, you know, it's called it's it's like infectious. Like pe- people are cat- catching up on stammering, yeah. just like COVID. <laughs> So, so I think that was really oh my interesting, God. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at that time it was very, uh, I would say for, for, for a teenager, it was very traumatizing. You know, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was just not able to think I, I was just to go blank at this point of time because I wanted to hide because my own friends are like doing this with me. And uh, if if you know while in your school like you are competing you know for for your marks for uh, in sports mm. you are competing, so I was good good in sports mm-hmm. I was good in uh, academics as well. But if someone wants to pull my leg, they will start stammering in, in front of me, uh, and and that is there like I used to think that that's my weakness and they have caught my weakness now. What should I do? So it really made me uh okay. made me like interact a lot less than I used to because I do not have problem with my stammering at all. Like as a child, if someone is like, if someone is not reacting to your stammering, it is fine. You know, it's just, uh, you don't, uh, you, do, you, don't you, you don't put mm-hmm. to your notice or like you don't observe that. This is, this is just a difference. Like this is how I communicate. But when people start to mocking me, then I started to think that it's my weakness. Okay. Do you think that, you know, you reflected on it a little bit uh, earlier, but do you think since the time you were a child to now that society has changed a little bit, much at all, or is it, do you think people are still just as rude? Scott, I think uh, stammering is a very unique case because in terms of other Mm-hmm. disability i would say uh the society is very sensitized now like a lot of awareness is there but stamping is something where people don't even like feel guilt when you mock someone and you know still like there is some yeah. uh, i would say some changes very minute one but still people people laugh on your face like that's that's like and they don't even know that what they are doing no that, that it can be uh emotionally very uh draining and very uh exhausting for someone uh who are facing this kind of uh, uh bullying so i would say stammering is a very i would say uh uh in this uh criteria it is very different yeah 
I don't know, the, the older I've gotten, it, it seems that it becomes more clear to me that so many times humans just suck and why they can't open themselves up and understand other people's situations. They just don't want to look at their own, I guess. Uh, and, and that just shows weakness in someone. Um, what do you think it was? Was it a culmination of things that led you to getting in and, and starting sssstart.org and what you're doing there? What led you to be doing that? Was there another job that you were doing that kind of gave you a different road to get on to go and do this specifically? Uh, what was it? Or was it just a culmination of your entire life uh, that pushed you into uh, starting this? Yeah, it was always there in my in 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 my mind, like always I in like uh, I was always thinking about you know to do something about it. But there are certain instances which I would like to discuss, uh, which I would say uh, was uh, the turning point uh, in 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 my life because uh, you know in when I was in school I. Uh, I I was uh, I tried to give a speech. Uh, I I I was uh, contesting in an election uh, for for the for the position of head boy. Uh, I I was in standard eleven and uh, and I was not able to finish my uh, my speech. Like yeah, I, I was about to make promises that you know if I win, what I will do. <laughs> and you know that I was very exciting. I I wow. prepared for it. <laughs> yeah yeah i was really like i'm i'm really looking forward to this uh uh this piece but it couldn't happen like uh like especially i was uh i i went like my uh, i faced brain fade when people were actually uh laughing you know otherwise i wouldn't have done it because i'm i'm, I'm mm. not someone who who just give up like i i i see myself as a as a very strong person but uh, when even like the non-teaching staff and you know the teaching staff, I would see some uh, some teachers were giggling, and that completely like uh, uh, broke me. You know, I was not able to finish the speech. So I think that yeah. was a moment that I realized that you know I at one I I made promise that at one point of uh, of time uh, people will uh, listen to me. This world will will listen to me. Uh, the, the way I talk. You know, okay. without without overcoming or well, you know, I I still uh, hear a lot of uh, this. You know that I have overcome my stammering. I receive a lot of messages which I don't reply because overcoming is something I I find very problematic. It is not not a not a problem like we have several scientific papers that it's 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 not a problem. Just a diversity like for me like stammering or any other kind of speech difference is just 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 a difference. I, I think it reflected in, and I've I've opened up the the website. I think it's this is a perfect segue, man. Um, vision here's right on the homepage. It says the vision. Mm -hmm. We we see a world where people listen and respect each other's differences and are connected through direct, purposeful, and profound communication. I I think what it totally follows up what you were just getting into, but also I want to read the mission. Uh, to create a better everyday life for anyone who faces challenges during communicating and helping them to become more confident, empathetic, and patient human beings. Uh, we wish. Huh? And it goes on. We wish to nurture our teachers, parents, and elders to welcome candid dialogue in classrooms and families by awareness campaigns that challenge cultural norms 
like hierarchy, promote difficult conversations, and ask critical questions. That to me, as as a teacher, and I, I've left the teaching profession, I'd like to get back, but I have to tell you, I'll just do a quick thing. I've I've applied for eight different jobs and I've had one interview out of them and they keep passing me by. Anyway, I would like to get back into the classroom and do some of these things that you're talking about here. Open dialogue. And I can even do that when I go into a classroom as a substitute. We talk about things and I show respect and there's respect going both ways. What you're talking about um, here, Puneet, in, in the mission is what everything I think really should boil down to, especially when it affects those or gets into the disability community. Go on more about, you know, what, what made you write that mission? It's so clear and to the point. Uh, I, I, I guess, Scott, like uh, when we talk about like uh, open dialogue, when we talk about uh, uh, asking questions like, you know, when we talk about listening, you know, all of these things are like, I realize that it is very general you, you, you know it's it not just apply apply to to the stammering community or just disability community most of our, of our problem that our, our planet face like we can uh, we can actually address all these problems with this approach so that it is very general and i was actually thinking that you know should i make it that general or should i make it uh, should i make it very very specific to this stammering community community only so i decided to go with very general because you know i do not want the organization or myself to be restricted and 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 the community that i am working with like they even if they are not stammering uh, there is some kind of uh, uh, you know obstacles that comes when you when you communicate you know the the cultural shift is there most mm-hmm. of uh, the uh, uh, the youngsters that i work with are are either um, have have suffered from poverty or or even like they are domestic violence survivors all of these things so i think uh, if they are open like if 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 they 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 know of these challenges and they know like uh, uh, of certain things that you know that can be addressed in a, in in a more open way i think that would be a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of difference in the society so it was more about communication and how to communicate you know it's not like uh, uh, how it's it's just it's also about like what what you are saying what you are asking instead of like how you are talking so uh, so it's more about what than how and also it 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 is a very idealistic approach to go about it but i choose to be very uh, uh, i would say uh, utopian Good. and we are very idealistic when it comes to my approach so so i make it very general yeah, do- <laughs> I, I really applaud that because it goes back to a statement I used to have uh, in my office. Um, do not ask why, but rather why not? Why not? Why yeah. not present it out there? Why not put it out there? And let's talk about it, folks. And that's why I got into, while well, I really later on got into how I'm doing this show now, is having people like you on that lay it out there and not afraid to lay it out there. And maybe it just might spark some discussion. And we don't know what a spark, what sort of a fire. A spark could lead to. So that's what we're doing. I want to go into another section of your website, Puneet, and that's um, under the About Us. Tell us about your team. I do notice some other individuals that are working with you on this. So tell us about your team. Uh, so uh, I'm really like I would say I'm very fortunate that I have uh, such a d- dedicated team. Uh, I would say 
they play a really uh, huge part in 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 the operations and and in certainly like in in deciding that how we stick to our our, our values and uh, first of all we have eva she is my she, she is my mentor she is uh, a, a, a an amazing friend and uh, she's she is basically from U- U- ukraine and but she when she was uh, uh, in her teens she came to germany uh, with her um, mother and we went through and we met uh, through 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 insta uh, so she messaged me that um, mm-hmm. that i i really find your uh, project very amazing and I, and i would like to work with you and then we met then we met through zoom and you know we we uh, we it was it was an amazing interaction because i came to know that uh, she was always messaging people that you know that uh, i want to work with you but no one ever replied except me so this is like this is why i say that communication is very important because people were were skeptical like why this uh, a lady is 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 contacting us and want to work voluntarily with us <laughs> and i i find it that you know if someone wants to work if someone wants to volunteer like why not <laughs> you are like you are giving something yeah, to us and yeah, so i think that that makes me think that that, that where we are going as, as a society where we uh, our reflex action is that we are doubting someone if someone wants to help us we are not saying why uh, we are, as you said that we we are not saying why not we, we actually we are thinking why this person is wanting to give us something because in this world no one wants to give something for something to someone for for, for free but what uh, this is how it started and yeah. and i am yeah. very happy and satisfied that i i i, I actually uh, replied to her and we had a very good uh, uh, relationship since then and then we have uh, some of the uh, uh, friends from uh, from india i think chinmay chinmay is a is a lawyer who who stammers and he has a, his own challenges when he when he presents his case in in front of the in front of the judge sometimes judge says that you know you are stammering maybe you are lying all of these experiences oh. <laughs> yeah and we have sahil uh, Interesting. Uh, so yeah so we have sahil from kashmir and uh, uh, uh sail has a very interesting uh, life uh, when he tried to do his mba uh, he came to know that his university is not is not is not acknowledged by uh, the uh, uh, regulatory bodies so he dropped his mba so all of these experiences and all these youngsters are are are, are with us and we have we have a very good team of volunteers as well uh, who help us in our uh, uh, workshops in our center also in, in the in maintaining our social media and website so i'm very blessed to have this wonderful team that's fantastic under another tab called services there's something that's uh, listed as flash coaching what is flash coaching for me uh so scott like uh, we have a lack of resources and sometimes we have lack of time so uh, and also like i i quite ironically i i i have also said that you know that diversity equity inclusion or any kind of such initiatives is a long term approach like it's it's it, we should we should give lot of time and you know we should give a lot of uh, uh, you know consideration uh, while going for something for it but at the same time uh, i have said that uh, through, with these flash coaching sessions we can actually have some uh, meetings where we decide on the broader outline of things 
so it's a very broad it's very like i would say we are we are just talking on the surface but actually it's giving like uh, some idea of how i approach uh, things or how our organization or how uh, 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 our 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 attitude or how our values can help your organization to become more inclusive uh, for persons with, with disability or or when it comes to other uh, aspects of accessibility so it's just a surface uh, uh, surface level uh, uh, activity uh, or i would say a service that we provide okay now you live in new uh, new delhi india do you work with people or groups outside of your region yes yes Okay. How how far does that stretch? Do you work with uh, anyone in in other continents? Yeah, yeah. We have just completed our first uh, uh, series of workshops, uh, which is about uh, simple and plain English uh, with with the women from Syria. And we will be soon launching our ebook, where we have uh, uh, our lessons, what what we learned, and what outcomes. uh we have faced like we have we have uh, uh observed during these these series and how simple and plain english can open up uh, opportunities doors of opportunities to uh, uh to 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 the youngsters and to to the people who who are not from english speaking world because english it's a is a global global language and and it can like it can change change your life you know if 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 you know how to communicate even like very simply and very plain english is is we will like can have a lot of impact on your life so we just finished that this in syria and also we are working uh, as the community manager for uh, global network for young persons with disability i am working with uh, uh, projects in kenya in cameroon in 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 moldova in india so like it's it's, it's pretty much uh, everywhere like especially especially in asia and africa okay and and one thing in particular as a, as an educator myself under the activities tab you have collaborations tell me tell us about the mentorship program i think it's fantastic that you're you're doing things uh for some of the younger ones so go ahead panit your your mentorship program how does that work uh scott like i really enjoy to interact with uh with with, with youngsters like you know it 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 makes me feel uh, very very energetic it makes me feel like uh are very hopeful of the of the the future and uh, through like collaborating with the different local ngos uh, we we conduct weekly uh, sessions with uh, with youngsters from the remote areas of of india and and thankfully we like we have got a very good uh, penetration of 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 internet in in, in india now so uh, we uh, they have access to internet and that is a huge boost uh, to like to actually communicate and you know to actually be connected to the to the outer world uh, so i try i just share my experiences i just uh, uh, tell them like you know uh, nudge them nudging would be a uh, very good word uh, mm-hmm. there is like no uh, yeah. uh, direction there is no i would say i just try to guide them you know how to polish their interest how to look more inwards uh to to find out that what works for them and uh and if they are interested in some things like we connect them to uh, a, a relevant organization so that they can volunteer or do some internships to get some uh, professional experience and also learn to learn english and 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 to be more assertive in 
in life so i just share my experiences that how i started how 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 i was just emailing organization that i want to work with you i want to work with you and you know i'm not harming my self esteem <laughs> that if they are if they are not replying that's yeah. fine but you know you have to keep on trying and and within 5 years like i gave them the framework of you know 5 years like 5 years you give uh, uh your time and then you know you will see see a your your mm-hmm. life changing it's it's it's, it's all whole trajectory and and that is uh, that is hopeful and uh, one of the uh, our mentees is like is 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 uh, volunteering for us now uh, he handles our our website and he i must say that he comes from a remote village and he uh, with limited access to resources to internet and all, all of these things like he is managing our website quite wonderfully you can see that you know i i, I believe the website is really good more collaboration the better and uh, the way it, it would be so fantastic if more people in the world uh believed in the same thing as you get sure. older you need to pass down information how to think do things to the younger and as and then it goes to the next generation passing it down and gosh life is supposed to be as simple as that Actually, i wish it yeah. were but i want people uh, i want uh, our listeners now to to pause and and go watch a video that they should have on whatever uh, source that they're finding this on Amazon or YouTube or whatever. Um, but I want you to go watch that video and don't forget to come back. So just take a pause for a second. Okay. Hopefully folks have gone and now they've come back. I really like that video. There's something there I want to dig into and that's going to come up here in a moment. But first of all, I want you to tell the story on your uh, initiation to the Indian Stammer Association and your experience when you attended your first ISA annual conference. Those that watch have a decent idea, but let's hear it from you again on, it seemed like this was another uh, pivot point in your life when you first were, became associated with Indian Stammer Association. So go ahead, Puneet. Yes, Scott. So um, as like, uh, when I got my first uh, first smartphone, I, I, and I got internet. So I was really researching into, into stammering, like, uh, what can be the reasons what are the uh, uh, scientific papers what are the organizations that are working uh, uh, for the stammering community and all of these things like i was generally very very curious so uh, i came to know that there is this organization uh, that works for the, uh, for the for the stammering community and i was invited uh, for for their annual uh, annual conference that happened in in delhi so i i i took my uh, my off from the college and then i went uh, there and you know uh, uh, before uh, this conference i know only uh, uh, one more uh, person who stammered so i so i used to think that you know that it's only me or or, or that person like it's only two two people in the in the world who, who mm. stammers but when i entered uh, the uh, the conference hall i see like all the all the persons were actually stammering and you know they were they have their own diversity you know they have their own styles of stammering like they all were stammering but in a very different way which was very interesting you know that they mm. are all all carrying their individual uh, uh, individuality with them while stammering as well and on the other side when we see stammering like people used to think that it's just stammering you know it's just one kind of stammering where you where you have certain blockages and all of these things so that was very interesting like that that made me feel very liberated you know that they are stammering and no one gives a damn so first thing is that you know that that can we have mm-hmm. a world where no one gives a damn uh, 
uh, in the way that we 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 are like you know it's, it's just the way so um, and then there was certain activities then you know uh, 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 we were talking about our challenges and then I, for the first time like 5 6 years i went to the stage and i explained uh, uh my 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 journey uh, my stories around around stammering and all of uh, some humorous some some not so humorous some very uh, traumatizing stories as well were were coming up so it was interesting to to hear that you know that people are actually going through a lot and that that's give somehow like it's a very i would say that that's a very human thing that when you realize that you are not alone and that really helps that you know that you mm. are like you have you have a community to talk to you you have certain very successful people from from across professionals that that stammers so that also gives me a, a whole lot of confidence that while being a being a stammer you can also become successful like no, no matter what so all of these experiences were there and then at the end of the conference they gave us uh, a task that you have to go on on a, on on a metro rail and you have to explain uh, to the passengers that this is what stammering is uh, against the misconception that that were there about stammering and it was i would say very enlightening very empowering very liberating that when i was talking about stammering to the people i would say you know i was i was uh, it was some other kind of experience when we when the whole life i was running away from the fact that i stammer and now i'm talking about about stammering and i'm talking about owning this this aspect of my personality and and people were actually listening you know uh, 80 90% people were actually listening and they and they and they and they gave a very positive response you can you, you know everyone was saying that yeah one of my friend also also stammers and you know from now on we will be more uh, attentive more conscious about our choices how we react and so all of these things like uh, uh, this conference this activity uh, interacting with certain people i think that was a game changer for me i've got to ask you the question Puneet, but luckily i had been doing oh gosh i was probably 90% done in my research on you and therefore i had a feeling about what you were doing with this but during the the video of you giving the presentation you walked off the stage now i think i know what the, the purpose was but was that to uh did you really have uh close off a little bit or was that just staged in order to startle the audience and and really just pull them in because you could hear there was some not gasping but kind of a concern i hope he's okay i hope he's okay uh, yeah. but go ahead. Tell tell me about that. That was really good, man. That was really good. Uh, Scott, it was not planned at all. Like, did you do that very, on purpose? Yeah, yeah. It no, was, I do. I did it on purpose, but it was it was not planned. It just came to me, and it makes whole lot okay. of sense because I but was. You did do it actually, on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was actually not going okay. to schools and colleges when I was about to present something. So that uh, so 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 you okay. know it it is. It is reflecting and representing that part when I was actually uh, uh, not willing to attend attend schools or college days uh, when I was about to like uh, give a speech or give a presentation on my project mm -hmm. or anything. You know, I was just avoiding uh, going on a stage. 
and then for uh, for a while like i'm i'm going on the stage people are listening to me there were around 2000 people that were actually uh, uh listening listening to it online as well so like it was a very pressurizing okay. situation so i thought you know let's do do this thing as well so i was on the stage while i was talking about it i planned this so even like the people who were actually helping me in the in planning of very the cool. speech they don't know they they don't know and they were actually very concerned about oh. you know what happened <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, you could hear a little bit in the background like yeah yeah um you nailed it i mean that was nine minutes and 26 seconds you nailed that sucker um one of the th- one of the things that you stated in there I, I i really picked out was self-humor is the best way to gain confidence you said that exactly talk about yeah. that self-humor yeah, how do you uh, it's called, what does that do be, in order to help you gain confidence hmm. it is very tricky because you know uh, at the same time when i'm a, i was i am talking that we should not bully we should not do this and that and 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 on the other mm-hmm. side i'm saying that uh, uh, let's use some self humor as well so i think this is uh, a very trickier thing what i'm trying to do through this organization is to bring on self acceptance as well because you cannot you cannot improve mm-hmm. as a communicator i'm not saying you will be overcoming your stammering but i'm saying that we have to be a better communicator be a, be a good and effective communication so okay. how we can do this by accepting our, ourselves and if we uh, and if we okay. are in harmony with ourselves like if we have accepted uh, our authentic selves then i think we can joke on ourselves as well because then we have no problem with our identity uh, some people can some random people can 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 comment about your situation can comment comment about anything because we cannot say you know uh, people will say but if we are in harmony if we are in acceptance if we if we if, if we if we have that kind of uh, approach towards life i think then self humor is the perfect thing because now uh, uh, people will think okay, okay this is he is owning that thing you know that he has no problem with or with mm-hmm. with the way he speaks so that is something brilliant but in the beginning that that acceptance from denial to acceptance that journey is very tricky and most of the youngsters who who come who messages me on social media every time uh, they uses some words like you know that what can be the quick fixes what can be the you know do you know any med- medicine because you speak so well i i don't think that uh, i think you have gone through some some therapy and all of these things so i say that i have i have never gone through any kind of therapy it's just that i have accepted myself and i don't give a damn about about uh, about my stammering anymore so acceptance the key okay i i really think that that's so important and i that's a lesson that took me quite a while to learn i've got a i've got a uh, a good example for you about self humor that's it's easy for me because i'm a bilateral hand amputee so if someone says you know can i give you a hand i'll take two I mean that that's an easy one for me to come back with. I'll take two hands. So, um in that entire 9 minutes and 26 seconds, unless it was done purposely and there were times when you did it purposely, you stammered purposely. Uh you never did it once. Yeah. And I think and going back to hearing you talk about all the other examples about uh when you would speak in front of or you would attempt to speak in front of a group and things what what was the pre- was it just growth self confidence what was a combination of things that that allowed you to finally go up there and just you freaking nailed that thing so what what led you to or what built up your 
your ability to, to be able to go out and nail a presentation? Uh, this it is a very, very, very good question, Scott. I must say that, you know, that you have actually gone through, you know, all, all these kind of things. Because, you know, when I was actually training, you know, when mm-hmm. I was rehears- doing the rehearsals, people were saying, you know, all, all my mentors were saying that, you know, that you should stammer. And that, and... And then while saying this, they also realized that, you know, that how can we say someone to, to, to stammer? He's a natural stammerer. If, 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 if he gonna stammer, he will stammer. But, you know, it happened to me that, you know, mm. for the first time I was allowed to stammer and I was not, not stammering. And this is, this is so beautiful. <laughs> so it's, That's it's, interesting. it's just very interesting. Yeah. So personal acceptance yeah. of maybe one's faults. Wow. I wish there was a pill for that. You know, that we just send around the disability community because, you know, so many times that we suck at things because we're so concerned about how others view us. And therefore we get into this yeah. out of control spiral. Well, I thought that you thought that we thought that he thought that I thought that you thought that I, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I want to wrap this up with something I found on you. And this, I, I came across this early. I think my one of the first things I came across you went, yeah, man, I want this guy on the show. Uh, I want to read a quote that you listed someplace. It was a quote by George Eliot that you referred to during an interview. And lovely. It's fantastic. It is, it is never too late to be what you might have been. It is never too late to be what you might have been. That's fantastic. Um, does that is that something you think you might have come across that just shined a light towards you on what Elliot uh, stated that really hit home with you? That finally, Absolutely. it's never too yeah, late yeah. to be what you might have been. Yes, 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 Scott. I think uh, uh, these it, are one of the uh, uh, I would say uh, very hard hitting uh, uh, quote for me because. Uh, one like uh, when I wake up uh, uh, in the in the morning, I always uh, uh, remind myself that these are some things you know in all these uh, 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 everyday uh, problems in life, all these uh, logistic problem that we face and all these admin problems and all these problems that we face. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we have to just keep reminding ourselves of our uh, vision. You know, of 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 of, of what changes we, we we want to make to the world you know that it's, it's we, we are going to get some opportunity and especially for uh for advocates like us you know uh, now after so much of uh, effort like people are listening to me you know people are reading my post people actually wants to listen to me on all of these things so now i really wanted to to have this conversation to to set this narrative to have this story about me to be out to to you know to uh, to people mm-hmm. to 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 listen to and you know that that is very very important because we need to realize our responsibility that uh, that 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 we have a community you know we have we have people who are actually listening to us and i realized that you know much later when people were actually messaging me that you know that your post i'm always looking forward to your post you you are very simply amazing your posts are liberating and all of these things and that made my day that made my week that made my month and you know that is why i just you know uh, i'm trying to always question and you know uh, question the narrative around around disability and george Eliot. Uh, uh, quote was just around that. 
Yeah. There's, we all can learn so much from each other, but there's also so much that needs to be told or shared with those that aren't members of the disability community. So I think you put it right. And I really like what you're doing. And uh, we're going to, we're going to take a bit of a, a turn here. That sound means it's time to shift gears with the road trip roundup. Bonit, I've got five questions for you here, bud. And they are related to your experience with road trips. Okay. When road tripping, do you tend to do fast food or local diners or eateries? Local food every time and any time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just killer. <laughs> the only time I think we have people that say anything about fast food is when they're hurting on time and they need to get from point A to point B or something and they, they just need to cut it. All right. So next one. You guys might be able to hear George barking upstairs. George is our big hound dog. <laughs> Somebody must be walking by that in front of the house. Uh, what's your dream car for a road trip? That could be something you know your parents had or something you have or you would rent in order to do an, a really fun road trip. What's a, what's a dream car for you, Penny? I think, George, I just, just don't want to uh, drive. I just want to look uh, look by the side. So buses work oh. really well for me. I love, okay. I love, I love buses and trains. Interesting. Oh yeah. Trains. We just, we did uh, the channel when we were in Europe last year and, and uh, there's so much that can be seen. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. You're right. I just thought about it because when you're driving, you're, when you're the person driving it's you know, I'm, I'm driving all the time and Sue's, Oh, look, I wish, Hey, did you see? No, yeah. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> I was driving. So you got a good point there. I, I think Sue is going to drive most of the time on our next road trip. <laughs> okay. You're too young for this, but I'll throw it to you anyway, man. Last cassette or CD that played while you were on a road trip? Hmm. So uh, it is a Pratik uh, Kuhad. Uh, you, you, you must uh, uh, hear him. I think uh, he is amazing. He sings in English as well. And I came to know about him. You know, I have okay. heard his name, but I came to know about him when uh, Barack Obama uh, posted about his, 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 his playlist in 2020. Okay. So uh, then I started to listen to this uh, uh, Indian singer and he's amazing. So all of his songs are, are, are great. Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing that. There, there, there are times that we uh, uh, do visit with people from outside the United States that present us, uh, share something new to us that, you know, I've gone and looked things up myself. So, mm -hmm. all right. Direct question number four, straightforward. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. <laughs> okay <gasps> you are ending a streak of probably 20 interviews in a row where it was always coke <laughs> oh my god thank you you saved the question there i think we need because i tell you i've been ready to just pitch that question and try to come up with something else because everybody always says coke boom it's staying pepsi here's a pepsi lover folks all right last <laughs> one it's up to you on where you want to go with this to me what's your favorite road trip memory Anything. Uh, from uh, Delhi to Kathmandu, Nepal, it was beautiful. And, you know, during night, the uh, the mm. moon was so big. You know, I haven't seen this much big of, of a moon in my life. And in the mountains oh. of Nepal, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just I, now I'm picturing it and I'm probably going to go Google up uh, the mountains of Nepal. So that would be fantastic. Yeah, hey, you should. Uh, we're wrapping up. This has really been fun. I want to stay on after I hit stop uh so you and i could talk for a little bit okay but 
And I just want to tell everybody, uh, challenge relax and keep listening to Life's a Road Trip. Thanks for listening. Check out previous episodes with new ones dropping each Tuesday. If you don't see a synopsis of this show where you're listening, visit our website at lifesaroadtrip.podbean.com for more information on this week's guest. This is your host, Scott Martin, reminding you that life's a road trip.